welcome to this week's episode of Moat 9. That's M-O-A-T, the number 9. I don't know if you've had a long week or about to have a long week, just finishing up a long week, in the middle of a long week, whatever the case may be. The show's finding here. Let's get into it real quick. Shout out to my boy over at Taco Avocat here in El Paso. Also my boy at Coffee Box here in El Paso. Not official sponsors, but they have each contributed in their own way to the show. Thank you guys very much. And for the intro music that I have now been starting to use, this one is called Phrase Print by Josh Pan on YouTube. Check them out. Let's get into the episode, but real quick, you're probably wondering, I want to start my own podcast. How do I do that? Well, funny you should ask. Welcome, everybody, to episode 41 of Moat 9. That's M-O-A-T, the number 9. How's it going for everybody? It's been a week. It has definitely been a week. Um, I am by myself. Uh, my co-host, of course, was not able to record this. I wasn't able, even able to record this week, and it was Mother's Day. Had to do the mother thing. Had to do the wifey thing. Um, so as a result, we weren't able to record Sunday. Saturday, we could have probably tried, but I believe he had stuff to do. I worked this weekend, even though I don't work. I'm on call like 24-7 over the weekend, But we weren't doing much, but it was busy enough to where recording would have been interrupted. It just wouldn't have flowed. Not that my show is so structured and, you know, well put together. But um, I wasn't able to record. He wasn't able to join me anyway. Uh, Sunday, like I said, neither one of us really could. I should have done it yesterday. Uh, Today's Tuesday. I should have done it yesterday, but I didn't. Uh, He's not available during the day. He works into the day. I work in the evening. (laughs) That fiasco from last time where I recorded with Nathan and didn't record it. So then I ended up doing it by myself. So it's been it's been a week. It's been work has been interesting. And I need you guys to make this popular so that I can just make this my job and I can start putting money into it and better production and getting maybe bigger guests and stuff. Not that Nathan and Ambrose aren't big enough. Well, Ambrose is tiny, but I'm talking about popularity, not physical. Sorry, Ambrose, I just had to throw that in there. Um, love you, bro. Um, anywho, it's been a week. Um, I am recording by myself the day before. I'll edit tonight and release tomorrow morning. So when you're hearing this, that's that's what happened. Uh, I'm gonna do. I'm going to do the, the I think that's going to be the usual routine. I think I'm going to do the Instagram stuff first because the movies that I do watch and shows tend to cause me to ramble a little bit more, I think. So first off, what did I see? Oh, this is probably the one I'm most excited for. I'll have to see as I go. Yeah, it's the most exciting one. Let's save that for last. Let's start from the bottom and go to the top. Whatever. Um... Well, the the one that just recently came out was that they released a trailer for Venom: Let There Be Carnage. I wasn't, I wasn't a big fan of the of Venom. Um, it unfortunately, it, I have this thing like with uh, Disney, where if it's a straight up Disney animation, I'm like, eh. But if it's Pixar, I'll definitely watch it. I'm a huge fan of Pixar, not so much of Disney animation, but a little bit. Um, and I'm that way now with superhero stuff. If it's superhero stuff, yeah, I'll watch it. I'll give it a shot or whatever. Like 
Jupiter's Legacy, I probably should start watching it, but it hasn't really caught my interest. But if it's Marvel Studios, I'll watch it. And I'm almost guaranteed to love it. I might even just be biased. I might, it might be bad, and I, I'll still be like, oh, it's the best thing ever. Which is not true, because I hate Thor. The, the two first Thor movies are pretty bad. Anyway, didn't really get into the Venom thing, because it's not MCU. I was biased, not going to lie. But then I watched it, and I'm like, eh, it's not that bad. I need to go back and rewatch it. I've only seen it once. Um, But I will say that when they announced that... Carnage was going to be in the next one. I did get excited. I want to see Carnage. And then it was Woody Harrelson. So I'm like, uh, yeah, that's great actor. Not great actor, but I like him. Um, so I got excited. Then I saw the trailer itself. And they're doing a bit of the comedy thing. I won't ruin it for anybody that's that hasn't seen it yet. How you haven't seen it yet, I have no idea. But just in case. Uh, just the For those that have seen it, you know what I'm talking about. The first, like third of it that it's like that little comic relief type stuff i'm not into it um didn't show enough carnage for my taste but it's the first trailer so the next one i'm sure will put out a lot more but i will say that i am more excited for this one than i was for the first one and the first one turned out to be pretty good so who knows i'm just really interested to see how far they take this because i don't see sony giving up Right to the to Spider Man and the the franchises that they have or not franchises but the properties that they have right now anytime soon and it's gonna cost Disney a pretty penny to get them unless uh, Disney pulls a power move and just buys Sony straight out but um yeah it it it's definitely gonna be worth watching it comes out in September. Like I said, I'm old enough to where I remember. I think I've said this before. I'm pretty sure I've said it before because I say things all the time. Um, <laughs> movies used to come out in a certain structure. If it came out like at the beginning of the year, probably not that great. If it came out towards the middle end of the year, like August, September-ish, it wasn't that good. Even December movies were just straight up family movies and not really all that great. The summer blockbusters were the ones that that's how you knew that they should be good. If they fell flat on their face, that was because of direction, production, whatever. But if they came out in summer, if they pumped the the money into promoting a movie for summer, it's because they believed it was going to be a hit. Um, As of recent, well, a few years back, it started becoming summer and Christmas time because Harry Potter started coming out. Star Wars started coming out around Christmas. So um, Christmas became the same as summer. But then the past year, that completely got obliterated because of COVID. They just released things when they released them. So now movies that come out in January, February are actually kind of decent. Movies that come out in summer are just meh. It's just all over the place now. So this one coming out in September, because of what I'm used to, scares me. But it's the new COVID method of releasing movies so who knows september might still be a good thing so there's that uh that's from updates.in.cinema on instagram this one is from all one word the hollywood empire uh they put out a teaser for stranger things 4 i have to say honestly after season season one to me was absolutely fucking amazing 
Um, they kind of lost it, in my opinion. And I've been watching ever since just because I'm invested from season one. But honestly, if season four is as bad as season three or worse, um, I might give up on it. I understand. I Like a lot of people keep telling me about... I even forget the names, but um, the kid with the teeth situation and the, like that dynamic that they have. It is funny. It is cool. But it's that's become the premise of the show. It, it, it almost seems like that's what they focus on more than the rest of the show. And I think it's because they know that the writing isn't that great. I, I haven't been invested in it really. So I don't know. Like I said, maybe it's just me being nitpicky, but. I'm definitely going to watch. Um, the teaser didn't do much for me. So I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, the teaser trailer is out. And go check it out. Uh, moving on. Again, the Hollywood Empire. Uh, Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead is going to be the first Netflix film to have a wide theatrical release. I thought this was huge for the industry itself. For Netflix to have come from the the beginnings that it did with the whole signing up for it and they were going to send you movies they send you DVDs for you to watch and then you send them back and all that stuff to go from that to becoming the the premiere like that they were the number one probably still are streaming service and then making enough money to produce their own shows their own movies and now they're going to actually release them into theater. I think is huge. It's a huge step forward for them. It's amazing. Um, I'm actually looking forward to Army of the Dead. At first, when I heard about it, I'm like, I'm kind of over the zombie thing. There's been 10,000 like zombie movies. But this one is different. For those of you that haven't seen the trailer, I highly recommend to go see the trailer. But I'm going to ruin it for you a little bit. I'm not going to give too much away. But it's a zombie movie. But... It has a sub. It has the main plot where the zombies are actually kind of the subplot. The main thing is that there. It's a bank robbery that's happening during a zombie apocalypse type thing, which is different. It's been done. I don't know if it's say it's been done before, but it it doesn't seem completely unique. But um, what they added on top of that is that these aren't regular zombies. These are semi-conscious aware of stuff like they're and i think they even say that in the movie in the trailer anyway they're like they're smarter they're faster so they're more of they're not i wouldn't say they're really zombies i think they're more zombies in the sense of um the way that people thought i am legend were zombies and it turns out that they were vampires or something like that but that kind of thing where they're they're a whole new monster they're not really zombies but it's technically like the zombie apocalypse type thing um so yeah i'm ooh, sorry you didn't hear that but i had to sneeze um <laughs> uh, let me write down that time so i can edit that out 12 15 okay sorry um yeah so i i'm looking forward to it i think it's going to be decent it's Zack snyder he's been doing pretty well with the comic-y geeky action-y stuff so I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um, moving on. This one I saved from Rotten Tomatoes just for my own personal info or so that I could remember. But a new show is out, an animated on Netflix called Yasuke. 
uh, probably mispronouncing that y-a-s-u-k-e season one is out and on at least rotten tomatoes it's certified fresh with 91 percent i've been wanting to get into anime more i've always watched here and there i don't know if dragon ball technically lands in that i guess it does because it comes from a manga um which is uh, i believe i may be misspeaking here but it's pretty much like the japanese version of graphic novels not just comic books but graphic novels um but yeah i've been wanting to get into more of those my nephew keeps pressuring me to watch naruto and i haven't gotten around to it but this one just by the poster looked interesting so i'm gonna give that a shot don't know when i'll keep you posted um yasuke and the next one i have from dcmarvel.rdm um i've been seeing this rumor going around and i don't really want to feed into it but it's popular enough to where i guess i should um people were are, the rumor that's going around is uh referring to the title of guardians of the galaxy the like the visual of it where the first one supposedly has like a wood grain look to it and Groot died the second one has the bluish uh hint uh, hue to it or whatever and that's the one where yandu dies and of course he's blue and so this one people are saying that the the style the coloring of the guardians of the galaxy um words or title uh they're saying does it look like quill does it look like raccoon uh rocket or does it look like drax most people are going with that it looks like drax i don't see that i don't I think it's a coincidence. I think it's just something that um, fans have kind of put together. I don't think it's a thing, but that's the fan theory going around. And judging by the first two, it's not too far off. So it's definitely plausible, but I don't know. There's other rumors, not just from this, but uh, other rumors that Guardians of the Galaxy was going to have a major... A major death going on and it got people got to remember like i was saying about uh, thor and the i think it was the last episode um they've been doing this for quite a while now and a lot of these actors they don't want to be typecast they don't want to just do this for the rest of their life so batista might be trying to move on uh, bradley cooper might be like i'm done with doing the voiceover thing who knows um I forget his name, Chris Pratt. He might be like, I'm done with uh, Star-Lord, so who knows? I think I don't think it'll be Star-Lord. I think yeah, the story of him getting Gamora back is going to be um, a bigger thing. So I think he's going to be around for a while. Um, Drax is funny as hell. I don't know why they would want to get rid of him. But like I said, other than maybe Bautista himself is done with the role. I don't know. We'll see if there's any truth to it, but... That's not until May 2023 or something like that. So it's going to be a while anyway. Um, excuse me. Sorry. And the last one that I have up is from TV Movie Land. Um, they posted. Um, you can find it pretty much anywhere. But I like to give a shout out to the accounts that I use for this show. Um, the uh, I don't even know what to call it. It's not really a trailer. But I guess it's like a. Uh, what would you call it? a sizzle? They call it a sizzle reel, which I've heard before in the industry. But um, it's showing like the future and what Disney has planned, and it got me super excited because they're showing like a good chunk of um, 
Black Widow stuff. Like the first minute, I want to say, is nothing but Black Widow stuff, which is the first major release to come out from now. And then they show a snippet of uh, Shang-Chi, which I'm excited for because of the Ten Rings thing. Um, and then they move on to, they start showing like there's title screens and little snippets of the Eternals. They're pretty much announcing like what's coming up for the whole MCU stuff. And they show, you know, Doctor Strange, Thor, they finally announced the full, the actual name for the next Black Panther, which is Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And then they show, um, the Marvels, which is, Captain Marvel's sequel. They show Ant-Man and Wasp, Quantumania, Guardians of the Galaxy, of course, May 2023. But then it ends with just a four and the circle. And that's what got me stupid excited. Fantastic Four is what I'm really looking forward to. Doctor Doom is one of my favorite villains. Um, so if you're bringing Fantastic Four... I don't think there's any way you get around Doctor Doom. That's going to be crazy exciting. And it's a part of the official MCU now. So I'm super excited for that. I actually liked the very first Fantastic Four. Well, not the very first because there's some, there's, I think, a couple of really awful movies. But the the ones that you think of with uh, Chris Evans as the Human Torch. Um, I liked that one. I actually really liked the Silver Surfer. Uh, the, the second one with the Silver Surfer, they really screwed up with Galactus, but whatever. Um, the one that came after that with uh, even Michael B. Jordan as a human torch. I was talking to Ambrose about that, and he, he was geeking out. He's like, oh, my God, I forgot about that. Chris Evans, who is Captain America, played the human torch. And then uh, Michael B. Jordan, who plays Killmonger, was the human torch. So we had definitely have some MCU ties to the Fantastic Four without really knowing it but um yeah I'm, I'm super excited for the fantastic four but if if they're announcing guardians of the galaxy for may 2023 we're not getting fantastic four till like 2025 so that's like four years away sad but we're getting it and i'm excited for it there's plenty of stuff that we're going to be watching from now until then so we will not be bored just keep that in mind just another geek account. Huh. I just went to my homepage and I did, that just popped up. Just another geek account. Huh. I'll have to see what they're about. Anyway. So moving on. And um, let's see. Let's let's do let's do TV shows because I do actually have. I, I'm gonna rev, I'm gonna give my review of Without Remorse. And just so you know, I don't, the title and subject is not really planned. So. When you see the title, you're going to be like, you were already going to talk about Without Remorse. No, actually, I wasn't. It just popped into my head right now because I remember that I watched it. So anyway, TV. What I ended up watching, what I've been watching, I haven't been watching too much uh, new stuff. Of course, Invincible finished. Waiting for Loki. Uh, I want to say, oh, I actually watched a couple of episodes. of. I, I'm, I like... Um, Law and Order. I watched a couple episodes of that. I've been trying to stay busy when it's a little slow at work. I don't want to say busy, but trying to do stuff for the sh for this show while work is a little slow. Um, I should start writing this stuff down because now I can't remember. I want to say there was something else that I rewatched. Anyway, um, what I did start getting into, and as a matter of fact, I barely started yesterday. 
So perfect timing. Um, Nathan had suggested watching Demon Slayer. And I know that there's a movie that just came out related to Demon Slayer. So I was like, and like I said, I've been wanting to get into anime. So I was like, yeah, let's give it a shot. And sure enough, I watched it. And I got to say that the main character, and I don't even know his name yet. Uh, I should by now, but I don't. Uh, starts with a T, I believe. Kind of annoying. Um, but I get it. Uh, the, the story, the premise of it is pretty much, and this isn't giving too much away, is um, this young kid, I want to say he's probably in his teens somewhere um he apparently has this ability his sense of smell is heightened sorry my computer seems to be going to sleep i want to make sure it's still recording um and he lives kind of higher up in the mountain that he goes down to the little town that's close by to do little odds and ends to get money and help you know pay for food with the fat for the family and stuff like that so he does that and an older man convinces him to stay the night because it's getting dark and there's demons out there, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, eh, you're probably right. I shouldn't travel at night. So, but when he gets back to his home in the morning, apparently his family was attacked. Everybody was killed except for his younger sister who ends up turning into a demon. And so he's, a demon slayer shows up and says, you know, she has to die. And he's saying, no, she doesn't. You know, she's not attacking me. I can, I can save her. I can turn her back into a human. And so that's the premise of this, of this storyline is where she was turned into a demon, but she's not attacking people. So she's still kind of savable. So that's his mission. And he ends up becoming a demon slayer and he's trying to find the demon that killed his family and stuff like that. So nothing too original, but enough. Uh, I really got into it. I think what helps is that it's only like a 25-minute episode. Um, I went through, I believe, seven. I think I'm on episode eight right now. Started yesterday around this time. And whenever I got a chance, I would watch one, pause it, do some other stuff, come back, finish it. So I've gotten through almost half of the season because I believe the season is 20 episodes. It's only one season so far that I know of. And then you're supposed to watch, not supposed to, but... The way that they did it is you watch season one and then you can watch the movie. So overall, it like I said, the main character is kind of annoying me a little bit, but it hooked me enough to where I'm I'm into the show. I'm into the show and we'll see. We'll see where it ends, where it goes. I, I was telling a buddy of mine that um, I was trying to get into Attack on Titan and just couldn't. Um, like I said, my nephew wants me to watch Naruto, so I'll probably watch that at some point. But I want to get a little more into it. I've been, like I said, I saved that Yasuke one. Uh, someone on TikTok did like their top three or something like that. I'll have to go back and look. And one of them, I think, was Project K or something like that. That looked a little interesting. So I might go back and watch that. But this one's a good, uh, good intro. The, the the art is really good. I like the the graphics in this show. It's not your typical like hand drawn cartoony stuff. It has what you can tell is more computer graphic art in it. Um, the character design is pretty cool. So I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. I'm interested to see where it goes. So that's that, uh, as far as TV, what's considered TV, what else did I not? That's pretty much it. I need to catch up on a lot of things. Uh, I mentioned Jupiter's legacy. I've already gotten two suggestions to watch it, but I got to say that watching the trailer, I'm not that into it. 
first of all, I don't remember the main the main character's name, the actor, but he looks horrible. It's so obvious that that's a wig. Just the costume design looks goofy. It just looks weird. It just does not appeal to me whatsoever. Um, Nathan actually just messaged me earlier and he was saying that it has a very boys invincible vibe to it. So I'm kind of interested. As a matter of fact, uh, Ambrose mentioned it as well that I think he said he started watching it. So I don't know. I'll have to talk to them and get a feel because I, I know what they like and don't like and how it pertains to what I like and don't like. Because Nathan and I don't really agree on a lot. Um, so we'll have to, like, if he says that he hates it, I might have to be like, oh, if he hates it, I might like it. Not in a negative way, but just like that's our dynamic. And vice versa. Like, if I like it, he might be like, if he likes it, I probably won't. Um, but we both agree that Star Wars is amazing. But even then, he thinks that the prequels are the best. And I'm like, uh, no, you're fucking retarded. Anyway. Um, Jupiter's Legacy. Yeah, I'll probably end up watching at least trying it. And I'm trying to keep an open mind. But it's funny. Nathan and the girlfriend, were, we were we hung out. And he, they were telling me like I'm that I'm just a contrarian. And I'm against anything that's popular. And I'm like, uh, yeah, you're probably right. Because I, I seem to be that way. Like if it's really popular, I'm like, nah, I don't want to watch it. Something I need to work on, I guess. Anywho, um, so what I did end up watching was Without Remorse. This one I cannot blame on Ambrose. Ambrose I blame for, um, I already forgot the name of the movie. What was the movie that I watched because of him? Diverge. Horrible movie. Um, I mean, okay, I hesitate to say that because... I can imagine if I were to sit down and talk to the director, the, the I believe it was written and directed by the same person. If I were to sit there, like if I were blessed to have them on the show, I'd be grateful. And it sucked for me to be like, yo, bro, your movie sucked. I can say it now, and I probably would still say it, but I'd find a nicer way to say it. But for him, I imagine that sucks because it's like, dude, I this was something I firmly believe in. Like I put my heart in, like the way that I do with my show. Like somebody tells me that this show sucks, I'm going to be like, oh. But I get it. It's not their cup of tea. So anyway, Diverge was bad. <laughs> Diverge was bad. It was so bad. Um, so it's not Ambrose's fault. That one was Ambrose's fault. Diverge was totally his fault. I made him watch it. So when he does finally come back, we'll have to talk about that. But Without Remorse is something I was interested in because one, it's Michael B. Jordan, who I think is pretty good. I like to see. His, I like to see his movies. He seems pretty good. And it's based on a Tom Clancy story. I don't know if it's a full-on novel, but it's a base, It's from Tom Clancy, who I actually like. So I was excited to see it. It's right in my wheelhouse. It's that action-y movie type thing, ex-military, they kill his wife. Like I'm not ruining anything because it's in the trailer. Um, so I'm, I'm all about it, right? Put the movie on. And I, I, I have this thing where every once in a while there will be a movie that does this to me. I put it on. And it's not bad or boring necessarily, but something about it just does. I think it's the flow. It just doesn't flow well. So I'm just not invested at all. And I end up getting on my phone and I'm going through Instagram to save stuff for the show. And then I look up and I'm like, oh, shit, it's been 10 minutes. What did I miss? And they say, blah, blah, blah. And this is, oh, okay. So that happened in this previous scene where this probably okay this probably happened okay so i piece it together of what probably happened so i go back to my phone 
Um, a good example of that is I love David Fincher. I love his movies. But for some reason, and I, I love David Fincher. I love serial killer movies and stuff like that. But for some reason, I cannot watch Zodiac. I don't know what it is. It's got Robert Downey Jr. in it. It's got uh, Jake Gyllenhaal in it. Um, it's David Fincher. It's about the Zodiac. Like this, th- this should be one of my favorite all-time movies. I can't to this day. I have not been able to sit and watch it from beginning to end. I end up falling asleep. I end up doing something else. I just lose interest. I don't know what it is. Um, and this is pretty much the same thing. I, it should be something that I enjoy. It's a Tom Clancy story. It's Michael B. Jordan. It's action. It's ex-military going to kick ass and save people and do stuff. I can't do it. I tried twice. I ended up watching like half of it, turned it off because I started doing something else. And I'm like, ah, you know what? I'm going to start over. So I started watching it again. I think that one I did kind of go all the way through. But like I said, not really paying attention. And then I'm like, what happened at this? So I ended up watching the end. So I've watched it technically two times beginning to end, but not in one sitting. I, I just, I couldn't do it. It's not, I don't want to say it's bad, but. It's nothing new. There's nothing innovative about this movie whatsoever. Nothing different, groundbreaking, unique, nothing. Like, absolutely, positively nothing. Ex-military guy that has a reason to get revenge. Check. Uh, Some deep conspiracy thing about the Russians. Check. Uh, I don't know. It's it's paint-by-number type movie. Like... you can name like 10 other movies right now that are like, okay, there's a good example. Um, Jason Bourne, um, Taken, uh, Equalizer. There's a ton of movies like this. I, I could probably pull them up, and but I'm not going to Google it right now. But there's a ton of movies like this. Just that that one badass guy that, can, that seemingly is able to kick everybody's ass. There's tons of movies like this. And that's part of the reason that I'm not that big of a fan of the Taken franchise. Jason Bourne... I did really like those, but my point is it, it's paint by number at this point, right? So you would think, okay, well, the, the, you should just put it in that category and leave it, you know, leave it at that. No, here's why. John Wick. John Wick is the same shit, but there's something about John Wick that's just fucking amazing. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. But th- th- there's times where you can have a movie that's paint by number, but you can still do it really well. Um, at this point, pretty much anything that's superheroes is paint by number. Like you, you, it, they already gave you the format, dude. All you, all you have to do is just make it say it's superhero, put a cape on somebody, and make it a superhero movie or show, and you should have a hit. But that's not the case because there's shows out there that are not that great. I'm not that big of a fan of The Boys. Jupiter's Legacy does not look that fantastic to me. There's tons of stuff out there now, but that doesn't mean that it's automatically going to be a great movie. So anyway, without remorse, I was hoping for better. If you're the type that can watch stuff like that and shut your brain off and just be like, it is what it is, and I'm just going to watch it, it, it might be perfect. It, it's your stereotypical revenge, uh, ex-military killed somebody close to him revenge thing. I mean, you could make that argument for the Punisher, especially the the one with, uh, oh, I forget his name. I just had it on the tip of my tongue. Jane, Thomas Jane? Um from late 90s or whatever early 2000s it's exactly what it is but it was a great movie 
especially for the time. That's probably one of the better superhero movies pre-MCU. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely possible to enjoy it. I just didn't. Maybe I just, maybe that's what I should do. I'm going to try maybe today. Can't promise anything, but maybe today I'll try it. I'll be like, shut your brain off. Enjoy it for what it is and don't expect too much. And then we'll go from there. But as of right now, I'd say a three. I think I could just throw in just throwing a dart and or just quick answer. What would it what would you rate it? I'd say I'd give it a three. If I think about it more, it might change, but I'm gonna give it a three, maybe a three point five, because it was the action is pretty good. Uh, Michael B. Jordan pulls off a lot of the action stuff really well. Oh man, I would have loved if they could have found a way to make him be the next Black Panther take over Chaswick. Uh, Bo- Bozeman's role. Uh, I don't see it happening though. But um, yeah, I think I'm going to go with a three. Maybe even a 3.25. Three and a quarter. 3.25. Let's give it that because it's decent enough, but it's not bad. Just didn't keep my interest. So, well, that's about it. That's all I have for you guys today. I'm going to try to get either Nathan or Ambrose on here. Try to work on the audio situation. Poor Ambrose. He feels so bad. Apologize, guys. And it's not Ambrose's fault, but the audio hasn't been great as of late. I'm trying to see if there's a way that I can fix that. I know he's trying and he feels bad that that it's on his end, but stick with it, buddy. We'll fix it, Ambrose. We'll get there, bruh. Uh, but for you guys, thank you for being patient and sticking with us, even through the bad audio. I know <laughs> I've gone back and listened to some of the first episodes and, oh my God, the audio was horrible. Thank you again. Shout out to Taco Avocat for hooking us up with the mic world of difference. Um, so anyway, I'll see what we have cooked up for next week. No plans as of yet. And as always, guys, be good to each other. See you next week. Peace. Thank you guys for taking the time to listen to the podcast. If you have any thoughts, comments, suggestions, or questions, uh, you can reach me at moat9, that's M-O-A-T-N-I-N-E at gmail.com. Also go to linktree, that's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash moat, the number nine, where you can find the links to all my social media accounts, um, Instagram, Twitter, etc., as well as uh, the other podcast platforms like uh, spotify google podcast apple podcast overcast breaker etc whatever um i would greatly appreciate it if you could hit that subscribe button on whichever platform you are listening on and as always thank you for listening please be good to each other love you guys